Oh my god, if you guys could have seen me trying to get here this morning, you actually would have howled at laughing at me. So today I don't have my car and I drive an automatic and I've drove an automatic for three years now, right? And to get here I had to use my brother's car, which is a manual. And obviously I know how to drive a manual because I learned in a manual. However, I stalled on a decline of a hill. How do you stall on a decline? Be different if it was a hill start, like going up the hill. No. A decline of the hill, I stalled. I had to put my hazards on because I couldn't start the car again. It was so embarrassing. Somebody actually beeped at me and I was like, it's not my fault. Even though it was my fault. But at least I made it here in one piece. But I still need to drive home. So we'll see how that goes. But welcome back to episode two of the modern 20s. I'm so glad we're back again. Hopefully you enjoyed the first episode and if you haven't listened to it, go and listen to it because we're going to do a follow-on from last week as well. So I told you guys I was going to Mykonos and I went to Mykonos. I'm just back and honestly it was amazing. Like Mykonos was amazing and I'm going to get into my trip on today's podcast and what I got up to and if anybody's thinking of going this is your chance to take notes and to also save up because it's fucking expensive um but yeah first of all before we do anything I want to get into our debrief of the week so I asked you guys where is it now could you ever do a long distance relationship? Now this is going to relate to what I'm going to talk about today as you can probably tell by the episode title (laughs) but I kind of I kind of knew what the answer would be to this about long distance and 33% said yes they could do a long distance relationship and then 67% said no they couldn't do a long distance relationship and to be honest guys like I'd I expected this because it's obviously quite hard to do a long distance relationship and I know this because I'm now in one. (laughs) So yeah guys I've got a boyfriend. I never thought I'd see the day to be honest but it is long distance and it is really really hard sometimes however when something's right I feel like you'll just do anything to make it work to be honest so I don't really bother about the distance and I've always said like I've always said I am going to never be with someone from Scotland like sometimes I don't even know why I bothered with Scottish people because I just feel like I was never going to meet someone in Scotland I don't know why I just always had that feeling and I was right so yeah the three years of being single is over what the hell? Am I happy about it? Yeah, <laughs> obviously. So I asked you guys to tell me your thoughts, opinions, or experiences about long distance. So we have got a few of you guys writing in. So someone said it's awful. And I don't know if they mean it's awful because they're doing it or it's awful and they've tried it and they would never do it again. There wasn't much context there, but I can understand why people would find it difficult because it actually is. But somebody has said that long distance is nice because the honeymoon period never ends, which I actually can relate to. Like, I feel like when you're doing long distance, you 
you go so long without seeing them that when you do see them it is literally like you're living in a movie almost because you're doing these fun things like you're not really typically like just chilling you're you want to do things and have experiences with this person and like make the most of your time so you're just doing everything you can so I totally get that but it's quite nice as well someone says it really does depend how long the person is how far away which I guess I'm going to relate to my situation soon but I guess you can't this is hard to say because I would have probably said this until I got into like my situation but I can see why like how long the distance would be would matter like I think to me long distance is like another country so like I'm living in Glasgow so like someone in England to me would be long distance or like Ireland or just any other country would be long distance to me I would say like if you can drive to somewhere within about three hours it is obviously longer distance but I feel like it's doable but I feel like anything more than that or if you need to catch a flight for someone then it's as long distance do you know what I mean so quite a few people are saying a lot of things but I think the main one that people were getting at is that trust would be really really important in a long distance relationship which I totally agree with but see to be honest guys like trust should be key in any relationship whether it's long distance or whether it's um not long distance do you know what I mean like trust should be one of the first and foremost values in a relationship I do fully believe that so trust is there no matter what but even more so when you're not always with that person you probably would feel that you need a lot more reassurance which I can totally get you're not always with that person but I just kind of think like I could go out with someone from Glasgow and they could like get with somebody every weekend on their night out or they could be in another country and go out and not get with people do you know what I mean or they could still obviously do that but like I feel like no matter what someone can no matter where someone is someone can be disloyal to you or disrespect you and like it's like your boyfriend or your partner going on holiday do you know what I mean like they're in another country anyway but they should still be being loyal so I hope that makes sense because I feel like I explained that a little bit random there but I feel like you guys all know what I'm getting at um but yeah definitely trust is the most important thing within a relationship hands down I'd say for me security trust and respect like that's up there with the top things that matter the most to me so yeah long distance I just can't get over my life sometimes because I'm now in a long distance relationship and it's weird to say that and I feel like if my boyfriend's listening to this his head's actually going to just blow up from this podcast because it's going to be so positive about him (laughs) but if he's listening he can fuck off (laughs) but anyway so basically we have just been making us me and my boyfriend and I'm going to talk about how we met and then I'm going to talk about how Mykonos was because I feel like that is the best way to describe how I've got to this point and I did touch on the last episode about relationships and how you have to learn to be more open-minded towards things and um after going through like maybe traumatic things or traumatic breakups and like losing trust with people it's really hard to move forwards from that and you need to be open-minded to dating you don't need to date to marry like I said in the last episode but I feel like for me this year was my year of trying my best to be open-minded but you've also got to do work on yourself like you've got to 
give your best self to someone as well as them giving them their best self to you so yeah let's start from the beginning I'm just going to tell you guys everything here because I just feel like this podcast is about being open and honest and we're a family so I'm just going to be honest so I met my boyfriend long story short right if I was to tell the short version which I'm not going to because I want you guys to have the juiciness but long story short we met on Instagram technically technically long story short that is how we met right however obviously for anyone that doesn't know two years ago I went on a three-month travel period to Marbella and I went on my own made loads of friends there like made a really great amazing group of girlfriends and then also made a lot of like guy friends as well who just were in the industry of fitness and things like that just people you would maybe ask advice about things to just creating a good network for myself essentially right and um the next summer obviously I went back to Marbella for a week at the start of the summer and then at the end of the summer I went for five weeks so when I went back to Marbella last year um I trained with my friend Danielle in the gym and that same day another person came with us and we were just kind of all training and blah 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 right now the guy that was there was sharing an apartment with my now boyfriend and I didn't know him at the time to be honest like who my boyfriend was or anything like that I'd never heard of him I just knew we just knew the same people mutually which is nice obviously so that was fine never even thought anything of it that first week I was there at the start of the summer and then I was doing my thing during the rest of the summer and at the end of the summer I went back for five weeks and me and my friend Danielle I proper remember this me and my friend Danielle were sitting and we're just having dinner and we were talking and I was like who was um such and such sharing sharing an apartment with again and he said the two boys names and I was like I was like who are they but because they're obviously trainers is the same as me so I was like right I want to know I don't know I just was curious to be honest I don't know what made me curious that day but I just was and I searched them both up one of them didn't I didn't really I didn't know of and the other one I didn't know of as well but the other one one of them didn't follow me and one of them I went on who is my now boyfriend said follow back I didn't even follow him <laughs> but see anybody that knows me right I don't really follow people on Instagram because if I don't know you I won't really follow you because I just like seeing what I want to see in social media I'm very much like for that like if you're following anything on social media that's toxic or like you wouldn't say hi to someone in the street then like what is the point in following them that's the way I view it to be honest um and Instagram to me is more business anyway so than social so yeah long story short I didn't even follow him on Instagram and I remember following him back so I thought oh do you know what good content seems like an all right person and that was that but at this point um he wasn't in Marbella anymore he had already left so I was like oh oh well maybe see him one time in Marbella again so he then went to Dubai after that and for whatever reason obviously DM'd me like a little bit down the line and it just kind of started from dms and this was last year like a year ago but there was not really much substance to it like I feel like he's not the type that's dead dead flirty well I don't know but (laughs) um he 
Like we just DM'd briefly. Wasn't like we DM'd every day, every week. Like it was just brief DMs. Like you know what it's like, girls. Like people swipe up to your stories or stuff like that, or they make like little comments, like things like that, really. And it was coming up to Christmas time, and he was coming home from Dubai for like two weeks. And I remember he had said to me, like, let's do something. And I was like, yeah, whatever. But see, when people say things like that to me, I just kind of ignore it because I just think, well, you're not going to do it. Like, do you know what I mean? And then I remember he came home and nothing happened. Didn't hear from him. I thought, all right, cool. Cool. But it's fine. So I just never really thought anything of it anyway because, to be honest, like, there wasn't really any substance there as of yet. And we lived so far away. So it's like... I live in Scotland, he lives in Dubai, so it's like, yeah, whatever. Like, kind of just on the back burner, never really thought anything of it. If I went to Dubai, I'd probably see him. If I didn't, then I, I would never see him. So, yeah, I feel like this story's going to be so long, guys, but I feel like you will be quite invested in it, to be honest. So I'm just going to tell all the details and continue to do that. So from there, we never really spoke that much. After, after Christmas time, we never spoke that much. And then it was kind of like, coming closer to summertime like March April time like things like you kind of know like the summer months are approaching everybody's planning what they're doing for summer and things like that and I was like "Mm, right okay and I'm getting more messages from and I'm thinking I wonder what his summer plans are like is he going to go back to Marbella like am I going to see him there I don't know because I was obviously in Marbella for two weeks um that summer there so here we are. I'm getting to the point, guys, right, of how we met. So from that, we actually just decided to meet up. So he was coming back home and he's from England, guys. So like he was going back to England where he is originally from, like his family and things. And he was going home for like six weeks and he was like, when I'm back, do you want to meet up? And I was like, yeah, why not? But again, I'm like that. So on the back burner because you just don't know things like that are going to happen so we decided to meet in Manchester and I was kind of thinking to myself like he, he'd been in Ibiza and he, he was coming back from Ibiza and it was meant to be like that weekend I was thinking oh, is this going to happen I don't know and fair play to him he was like still doing this weekend yeah yeah right cool it got booked and I was like fuck I need to go now like do you ever agree a date guys because you like this is my toxic towards dates sometimes like I used to always agree to a date because I thought yeah open-minded and I just always think oh it will never happen and then it actually happens and somebody actually books something you think fuck like I need to go like does anybody else do that because I do it all the time well I can't do it now right but you know what I mean I used to do that all the time and then I'd go and I'd be stressed out and be like why the fuck did I agree to this I didn't think it was going to happen but anyway I went to Manchester and Manchester was just for one night and this was the first time we were meeting so I'm going to set the scene guys right so I got the train from Motherwell right Motherwell in Scotland to Manchester and when I was going I knew I was going to be there first I was like right I'm going to be like there first while I'm waiting on him because my train was getting in earlier than when what he was getting there and I was like right I needed to psych myself up so what I'd done was I got um a little Scottish starter pack for him because I thought we need an icebreaker here like guys if you're doing something like this get an icebreaker because you are going to be nervous right so if you're from Scotland you'll know what dragon soup is I took us down a can of dragon soup each and I got his tonics 
caramel wafers and I feel like there was other stuff in there but I can't remember now um and obviously I'd never tried dragon soup before so I was like right let's get the dragon soup open so he so I checked into the hotel myself first so I just thought fuck it I need to lie down I'm nervous so um I checked in and then like an hour later he arrived so I went down and met him got the lift up and then went into the room and I was like oh my god I was like I was like this is actual real now so I was like by the way I've got you a Scottish star pack and I want you to try this drink and obviously you guys know like if you've tried dragon soup like I don't drink dragon soup I used to drink it when I was like 15 16 so much that I actually um physically couldn't drink it like anymore I say 15 16 but you know what I mean like 17 18 maybe and it was three pounds I remember I used to save up my lunch money to buy a can of dragon soup <laughs> but it was the only way to get your alcohol do you know what I mean girls so I uh, saved up for the dragon soup but anyway I'm derailing here got the dragon soup told him to drink it and it, you know what it's like it is strong it's eight percent and I can't and it's got hundreds of caffeine in it so I was like whoa this is going to hit us and I remember he was just laughing he was like this is quite strong I was like yeah just keep drinking it and then we got like a wee bit tipsy but to be honest I've always said right all my friends know this right I've always said when I meet someone like a boy I know within the first five minutes of meeting them if I want to pursue them or not so anytime after that is either because I'm bored or I genuinely like them and within the first five minutes of meeting them I just had like such a warm energy and I thought oh my god I was like he's really different to what I thought he was um not in a bad way though like in a really good way not that I had like prejudgment or anything like that I was just like pleasantly surprised because I always set myself up for failure I don't know why I do it but I was again trying to be open-minded and within the first five minutes I was like I think this is going to be a fun day slash night so we had the dragon soup and we literally had like an hour before we were going for food so I was like right let's we get ready drink this dragon soup and we'll just head out went out we went to Ivasia is that what it's called Ivasia I think so went to Ivasia for a first date I think that's a really good first date and it was amazing guys I actually tried raw tuna on that first date and it was so nice (laughs) but do you know that way when you're on a date with someone you're trying to not impress them but you're trying not to be fussy like sometimes I do eat like an absolute 12 year old like I just like plain foods like I can kind of eat plain foods and the same thing every day and not really care I don't really try a lot of new foods so when we went to Ivasia and all these little plates were coming and the guy's like that, do you want some um, tuna th- crispy things to start while you're waiting in the food? And he was like, yeah, do you like tuna? I was like, yeah. And I do like tuna, but I knew that this would be like raw. But I tried it and it was beautiful. So if you've never tried it, I mean, don't knock it till you try it, I guess. So Ivasia and then we just kind of went bar hopping for the rest of the night and honestly I can't explain how amazing this night was it was just so much fun like I actually just loved the whole time and I remember um like that night I just thought like oh this is so shit that this needs to end tomorrow but again you don't want to not it's not that you don't want to let on too much or like come off too strong but I was kind of just like do you know what fuck it like I'm only here once so I might as well just fucking go for it and he says that I was drunk and said this but I know it was him that said it that night he was like that 
what would you say if we just stayed another night? And I was like, I would say yeah. And he's like, well, will we stay another night then? And I was like, yeah. But he says it was me that said that, but it wasn't. It actually wasn't. But I feel like if he never said it, I probably would have said it anyway. So the next day we stayed another night and we had so much fun the second day as well. And we just kind of enjoyed ourselves. Like went to like junkyard golf and all that, like had fun on the second day. Like we went for like a big, like a big lex, like went for dessert, more like relaxed on the second day than like getting drunk and having like loads of meals and things like that. So that was nice. And I remember like going home thinking like, probably never go to see that boy again. But I was hoping that I would, but I was like, oh, I hope I do. And I was going on holiday the following day and I thought, right, well, I'm going on holiday now. So yeah, this might just be how it is. And I knew he was going back to Dubai like the next week as well. And I thought, oh, well, this must be it then. Like, I just don't ever have my expectations too high, guys. But we kept talking. And from there, I was just like, why don't you come to Scotland? And he was like, Scotland? I was like, yeah, just come. And he did. And then I feel like Scotland, because that was the second time we met, like Scotland just kind of solidified how we felt. Because do you ever feel like, guys, you have like an amazing night or you have a fun date or something and then you don't know if it's like the alcohol or the excitement talking. You don't like, you're trying to figure out if you actually like this person as a person and you like their values but I feel like when you spend the weekend with someone you obviously get to know them on a deeper level so I felt like I knew them really well anyway so yeah just feel like that weekend and then Scotland solidified things and from there it was just kind of like the rest is history I felt like from there onwards he kind of was my boyfriend even though he wasn't but I just knew like I remember um, I don't even think I told him this but I remember like as soon as I got home from Manchester I deleted Tinge because I was just like that's the type of feeling I want to feel and if I don't feel that for someone else or if I don't continue pursuing it with this person like I'm not interested I was like I'm deleting it right now so I deleted Tinge <laughs> so, and I never spoke to anybody else after that weekend I was just like this is the person I want to be with and it's weird when you get that feeling I just think you know when you know like you actually just know when you know and I feel like I sound so cringy but I do think when you meet someone you just know that that's your person you just know so yeah from there obviously we're in a FaceTime relationship half of the time which is obviously really really difficult and I'm going to talk about my feelings towards long distance in a second but we obviously booked Mykonos and when I say Mykonos was stunning it was stunning so I went to Mykonos with him and hadn't actually seen him for a few weeks so I was like so excited for this trip and we went for six nights so it was like probably the longest time we would have ever spent together but I feel like times like that can test you and make sure like things are right even though I knew they were right but you know what I mean so we went to Mykonos and guys Mykonos is amazing I feel like though it's not really the type of place you'd go with like your girls or your guys like I feel like it's not like a girls holiday or a boys holiday I don't know if that's because I went as a couple holiday so I'd done what you would do in a couple's holiday but we'd done loads of things that you would do with the girls probably anyway but I just felt like it's more a couple's place or like 
a place you would go with other couples rather than like a girls or a boys holiday and it's a lot more older like there wasn't any young people there but I guess it's because it is so expensive like if you're like 18, 19, 20, 21 probably anything under the age of 25 like you're not really going to go there do you know what I mean so yeah Mykonos was amazing and when I say the sunset was the best sunset I've ever seen I am not exaggerating like I've seen Ibiza sunset and we all know that that's great but honestly this sunset in Mykonos is stunning like out of this world I can't even explain it and I loved Mykonos so what we did I actually posted to my TikTok things to do in Mykonos like from all the places that we went and what I would recommend so if you don't follow like me personally on TikTok like go and look at it because there's so many recommendations there but um there was loads of things to do honestly probably the best thing we did was hire a quad bike for the day and we went around the old town and we got a chicken gyro gyros how the fuck do you say that yeah we got that and it was amazing like honestly you need to try these in Mykonos obviously it's Greek and it's like a traditional Greek food so well I think it is so you need to try them Um, you need to see the sunset and is it expensive is what people say yeah to be honest if you want to drink it is really expensive and the taxis are expensive as well like minimum 25 euro for any journey you're doing minimum um I think we paid about 25 to 35 euro per taxi and this was like for like 10 minute journeys do you know what I mean so it was expensive but also it's a place you're kind of going to only do it once so if you're going to do it then you want to do it right essentially so I did absolutely love Mykonos um I'm trying to think what else we actually did um the sunset, the old town, we did like a beach club day, loads of really nice dinners, oh my god we actually went to Namos, Namos was incredible, like do you know one of the places like anything goes, it was kind of like that, like everybody, like also actually girls, see if you're going to Mykonos, you do not need to wear heels, like do not wear heels anywhere you go because you'll feel like an absolute dafty, like see most of the places it's like sandy, like all the restaurants and like kind of club places, it's like sandy, most people are in like crochet outfits like bikini tops and stuff like that like it's not really a fancy fancy place as much as it's like expensive it's not like you're not trying to be the most dolled up person there do you know what I mean like I feel like simple is more in these places so I had sliders on which was fantastic or sandals or stuff like that um but yeah Namos was amazing because it kicks off at least so we went for lunch and then at four o'clock it just kicks off like the music is so loud everybody's dancing on the tables and you can imagine you shouldn't have heels on for that so that was so fun like if anybody's going anywhere Namos is amazing and my boyfriend actually told me that Namos Dubai is better and I'm surprised because Mykonos one was amazing but Namos anywhere would probably be good so give that a go um but yeah just an amazing amazing trip just loved it all round loved some sun I think the only drama from my trip was getting home like honestly I can't believe the issues with getting home like I actually had a mental breakdown towards it so let's put this in the picture right the day I'm trying to get home there's air traffic control problems 
and there's been problems since the previous day. So you can imagine like the backlog from the previous day of all the flights into today, the day I'm flying home, right? So I looked in the morning and my flight was delayed and I was like, oh, this is annoying because I was doing a connect- connecting flight, guys, right? So I was like, right, this is annoying, but it's fine. It'll maybe come back and pull its way around and it'll all work out because I just feel like it always works out, but not in this case. So went to Mykonos airport and it was delayed for two hours and I was like my connecting flight is two and a half hours in between now the thing with EasyJet who I was flying with on both flights do you know that they don't carry through your luggage so you've got to check in for your first flight with the luggage then you've got to go and collect your luggage at the baggage claim then you've got to go to the check-in desk and check in again for your next flight so see if you're doing stuff like that guys Either if you're going to make an us fly direct from England, which is kind of annoying still as well, or make sure you've got enough time in between flights because it is really annoying doing that, right? So from there, my flight was obviously two hours delayed, but I was hoping that my stopover in London was going to be delayed as well and I would make the flight. So by this time, the time I've arrived into... London Luton Airport it was seven o'clock no it was half past six right so by the time I've got through security by the time I've collected my bag by the time I've walked to the check-in desk it's about 10 past seven now my flight was meant to be at 7 p.m however my flight was delayed till 7 50 so I could see online that it was delayed to 7 50 I was like right I've got 40 minutes I could make this if I just like run through the security so I go up to the check-in desk and see EasyJet it's all different now like you weigh your own bags and all that rubbish right so I went to the first woman she's like who checks your passport before you weigh your bags she was like your flight was 10 minutes ago and I was like no but it's delayed until 10 too so it's in 40 minutes she's going oh no I don't think you can do that and I was like please I was like in my head I was like this conversation's actually taking up more time right now so I was like please can you just let me through so I go to the guy at the actual check-in desk and he's going, you can't get on this flight. And I'm like, it's still 40 minutes. And she goes, I don't think you understand. You've missed your flight. And I was like, I know. It was meant to be 10 minutes ago, but it's not. He was like, but I don't think you understand that you won't get there in time. And I was thinking, I will. I was like, please can you just check my bag in and I'll just run to the gate and get on the flight. And he was like, no, this is a missed flight. And I just thought, fuck me. Like, obviously I could have made it. I do think I could have made it. I just think they weren't willing to like go through the hassle of like putting my bag on, even though it was their fault. So at this point, it's half past seven basically at night. And I'm like, in the morning, I've got a photo shoot with my client and I'm in another country. And I was thinking to myself, great. So there was no other flights for that night. Then he put me on the next flight in the morning at 7am and I thought, right, if I land at 20 past 8 and everything goes to plan, I can make my photo shoot at half past 8. But obviously I was going to have to stay a night in the hotel. So booked into a hotel, right? And I honestly didn't think much else was going to go wrong for me at this point. Booked into the hotel, that was fine went to sleep because it was so late by the time I actually got a hotel booked because they were all booked out because of the problems and the air traffic da, 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 right when I got up in the morning so previously I'd said to the desk I was like can you book me a taxi for the morning at five in the morning 
I was staying a five minute drive from the hotel, from the hotel to the airport, right? They were like, yeah, and is it card or cash you'll need to pay? And I was like, it needs to be card, like I've not got any cash on me, blah, blah, blah. They were like, no problem, booked it all. So I go in the morning to check out and it's, I go down about five to, so I'm waiting in my taxi. No taxis there at five o'clock and I'm like, right, okay. So it's getting to about ten past five, so I says to the guy, I was like, listen, is my taxi coming? He phoned it again and he was like, it'll be a few minutes, so I was like, right, okay. It's nearly 20 past five at this point. Bear in mind, my flight's at 7am. I've still got to check my case in and I'm getting stressed out. And I was like, am I better booking an Uber here or what? Because my taxi was meant to be here 20 minutes ago. He was like, so he phoned again and they were like, it's one minute away. And I was like, right, well, it needs to be. (laughs) So then it actually was one minute away. I get in the car and he starts driving. He's like, is it okay to pay for cash today? And I says, no. I says, I've only got my card. And he went, oh, well, my card machine isn't working. And I was like, well, last night my hotel asked me if I was paying cash or card. And I said card. So the card machine has to work for me. And he said, we'll need to stop at an ATM. And I says, I don't have time to stop at an ATM. I says, you're already 20 minutes late. So I don't think you understand that although your card machine's not working, I need to get on my flight. And he was like, well, you don't understand that the card machine... um, just all this bullshit it was like the card machine charges a lot more money and I don't get as much money from it which I actually know this obviously because I know that right and I says listen I understand that but that's not my problem right now my problem is you being late so one I don't have time to stop at an ATM and two I don't have time to dilly dally here like I need to pay with card so he pulls over at the side of the road he says okay let me try it and I'm thinking to myself why is this taking so long? Like, why is my luck being this bad for this trip coming to an end? Like, can you actually imagine me in Mykonos Airport crying my eyes out, leaving my long distance boyfriend who's going back to Dubai and I'm going back to Scotland? Is not bad enough, right? Then all this shit happens with the plane, the taxi, everything, and I'm sitting in this taxi. I'm losing it at this point. I'm like, stay calm, stay calm, stay calm, and the Apple Pay won't work right so he was like try it again but put your bank card on and then the bank card worked and I thought thank fuck for that and for a five minute journey it cost me 16 pound even though they were late I was thinking I should be getting this for free so long story short I got to the airport and I made it in time so thank god for that made it to the airport made my flight checked in got home and I made it to my client photo shoot which honestly went incredible like I cannot explain to you the feeling of doing a photo shoot guys like I just love them I remember I was so nervous to do my first ever photo shoot years ago and I was thinking to myself like so stressed out like I didn't even know what to wear didn't know what to do for it didn't even know how to pose you're lucky if I even smiled half the photos right without someone forcing me to smile because I was that nervous so this has been like I've done a few photo shoots now so this was probably the one I felt most confident in and like comfortable and I was with one of my clients Jen who done literally amazing it was her first photo shoot and she was right for it like I I was blown away at the confidence she had and it was all from like working with me for a year and a half building this up to this moment and then we did like a 16 week prep and then an eight week like halfway through we did like a really strict prep for this photo shoot but I done the photo shoot and I made it 
but it was so funny because I obviously didn't have my outfits for the photo shoot because I was meant to be home from the night before but I had to go straight to the photo shoot or I was going to miss it so I phoned my sister the night before like Hannah can you please do me a big favour now I know she's off on a Wednesday morning right and I'm phoning her for a favour for a Wednesday morning she's like so you're asking this because you know it's my day off and I was like yeah so I basically asked her to get my parcel deliveries from the house then pick me up from Glasgow airport in the morning and then take me to the photo shoot so she got me from the airport at nine o'clock by the way the photo shoot was at half nine drove to the photo shoot I didn't even know if my outfits were going to be nice or fit me thankfully they were all good and I done the photo shoot and I was so glad that I made it because it was such an amazing day and like just seeing people's confidence grow was just incredible like my client Jen I, I honestly I have no words for it almost because it was so so amazing so yeah made the client photo shoot made it home and I was straight back to the grind again straight back to normality but I think just to relate it back to long distance I think what you've got to remember right any relationship is going to have its struggles any relationship is going to be difficult and the sense of certain reasons why right um well maybe not all relationships are going to be difficult because I don't mean difficult in a bad way like it shouldn't be difficult in the sense of like they're always putting you down and stuff like that like I mean like you will have maybe barriers that come up in relationships that you maybe need to overcome however I always knew I would do long distance like I said and I just feel like with long distance the main thing is always having your next thing planned with them I feel like if I can recommend anything to anyone it is that and also communication is so key like so important so the two most important things for me is communication and then the second one is always having the next time you're seeing them planned um and trying to plan like some fun things as well so like for example I'm seeing my boyfriend two weeks again and um I'm going to down to his family house actually so like you've got to always have something planned and like things to look forward to because if you don't then you're almost like when am I going to see them and it might start to get you down and you start to really miss them even more but if you know you've always got that time to see them and you've got that countdown like you can almost not wish your days away but you can have something to look forward to and then the second thing is communication I think for me personally communication is probably one of the most important things for me anyway I'm quite the type like I'm not going to sit and have an argument with you I'm going to tell you how I feel and if you don't listen and communicate back with me then there's obviously going to be a further issue right but for me communication is so important how we manage is basically FaceTime and just making sure like we're both always good and always reassuring each other and you shouldn't always need to reassure people but I think you should always be open with your feelings and your thoughts and um I remember like between like the time difference that we had from like our previous time seeing each other up until Mykonos it was a bit longer than normal and I remember getting to the halfway point and I was like I can't do this like it's so long like I'm really struggling I remember feeling quite upset and I just remember telling him that and he was like Rebecca it's absolutely fine like he was saying everything to reassure me and I just thought my god I feel fine now like that's totally cool whereas I could have sat and wallowed in my own sadness and been like feeling shit about it instead of talking to him about it but actually just opening up 
is a good thing and sometimes you just need that reassurance to keep pushing forward so it is definitely difficult but I feel like I manage it in the best way possible and I just think if you like someone and you love someone see no matter what the situation is I do think you'll make it work to be honest I just think no time no distance no nothing is going to stop you if it is your person but I do think like hindsight is a funny thing as well because I've been in the same place as my boyfriend a few times before and I never knew who he was but I'd never met him like we'd been in Marbella at the same time we've been in Dubai at the same time and I've never met him never ran into him and I feel like in those times I wasn't actually ready for a relationship anyway and he wasn't either and then when we met it was the right time so it's hard to say if like right timing is a thing but I feel like right now is obviously the right time for me to have a relationship I'm really open to it I'm ready for lovingness and affectionness and I'll want it like I just want someone to care for me and look after me like I feel like I'm always like so misindependent and all that and I am right like I want to be a really strong-minded businesswoman I want to grow my business I want to grow this podcast I want to do all these amazing things in life but I also want someone to just look after me and tell me it's going to be okay sometimes as well and I think sometimes as a female we have the pressure of like trying to be not be better than men right but you have this thing of like oh I'm independent but actually it's okay to just let people in and look after you as well like who wouldn't like that do you know what I mean I like it anyway so yeah next steps for my relationship is coming it's coming there's actually a lot of things planned but I'm not really going to talk about it just yet because I need to sort it all um, and this will make more sense in times to come But I feel like I have been ranting and rambling for so long now that I feel like I need to let you guys go and get on with the rest of your day. So if you made it to the end of this podcast, thanks so much for listening. And if you've got any questions on my relationship, how I manage it, just following on from this podcast, I'm going to pop up a wee question box when this podcast episode is released. And I'm going to let you guys ask or remember fly into the dms remember follow us on tiktok instagram and youtube as well so you can get us everywhere or should i say you can get me everywhere (laughs) but anyway guys thank you so much for listening and speak to you next week bye